Hey guys, and welcome back to another podcast on For Generations to Come, where I am your host, Moesha Gray, and here we break generational curses by sharing love and wisdom. So first off, I want to say I know it's been a while. Second off, I want to say thank you. Thank you guys so much for still supporting, still DMing. Um, A lot of people who have checked up on uh, not just me as Moesha, but, you know, everything else. And I'm just truly, truly grateful. You never, never know who's listening, who's watching. And to me, that just means so much. All right. So I'm not going to hold y'all too long because I have some really good stuff to share with you. And yeah, I guess I can let you all know what's been going on, you know, give you all a little bit of um, inspiration, a little bit of fire, because most of the time um, when January hits, we have all that fire and all that motivation. And now it's May and most people have burnt themselves out. So if you want to keep on listening to today's podcast, just keep on. All right, guys, so by the title, you already know um, what we're talking about today, and I'll give you a little bit of backstory about it, but today, we're talking about what the top five things that I have learned when I stepped back and let God take control, and if you all are following me on Instagram, which you should be, it is Moesha C underscore, as well as go ahead and follow Um, FGTC, which is at underscore FGTC. We do random giveaways. We do these podcasts, apparels, and we create a community, all right, and to encourage and inspire you towards Christ. So um, today I'm just going to be, you know, sharing my heart with you guys, sharing the top five things that I have learned once I just stepped back and let God actually take control of my life. So um, if you are following me on Instagram, you've seen Uh, my post where I announced that I am pregnant with baby number two. Yes. I'm about to have two kids under one. Please pray. Seriously. So (laughs) please send your prayers up for my sanity and patience, you know. But anyway, so um, once I found out that I was pregnant with baby number two, let's just rewind a little bit. First of all, baby number one was planned and I didn't want to initially have baby number two until the first one was uh, probably around three to five years old. I had already had it planned out. Um, We're in the moving process. So before we even moved out, I was about to sell all of the baby stuff. And strangely, people buy all baby stuff, but strangely, no one purchased the baby stuff, which I'm really thankful for now. And it was really strange to me because, you know, military military life, people always buy all of the baby things. But um, I was getting ready to sell all the baby stuff and I wasn't going to get rid of his baby clothes just yet. But eventually I was going to do that as well. So um, I think that God has a sense of humor. I always say that and I really I'm convinced. I am truly convinced that God has a sense of humor, you guys. So a couple of months before, honestly, it's probably been like a month before, I would say it all the time that I was not ready for baby number two. I was mentally not prepared for it. I feel like I emotionally wasn't um, 
And overall, I just was like, that's just more responsibility and I'm not ready for baby number two. And I will always say that, you know, God knows that I'm not ready. So, of course, I'm assuming that because I feel as if I'm not ready that he said I'm not ready too. And all of a sudden, baby number two pops up after I constantly keeps saying that I'm not ready. So I have always felt like God has really just... He just has a sense of humor and not only just a sense of humor. I say that just to, you know, kind of elaborate or be um, not elaborate, but just kind of extend something. Um, But I also say that because I feel as if God does things to ensure us and to, you know, let us know that we're not the ones that's in control. And at the end of the day, it will always be his will that manifests. It will always be. Um, what he desires, it will always be um, what he desires to pull up out of us to strengthen us and to challenge us and to grow us. And the first couple of weeks after I found I was pregnant, I was well, not a couple of weeks, it was a couple of days, I was very devastated. And, you know, a lot of people don't like to admit that they were, you know, disappointed or, you know, kind of frustrated with God or, you know, confused. And I think that we should sometimes be honest about those things because everyone or most people, I wouldn't say everyone, but there are some people out there that are just wondering like, God, what are you doing? And to act as if we aren't concerned sometimes with, you know, God, what are you really doing in my life? And acting as if we don't feel, we don't question God at times and we aren't concerned with God and we we aren't sitting and asking God, like, what are you doing in my life? That makes a lot of people feel um, less than as if they shouldn't be asking those things or, you know, if they if they ask those things, they're not perfect or um, it's just crazy for them to ask those things. And, you know, I think that we should be honest because that also helps a lot of people. It helps a lot of people. Um, with our honesty and transparency and our walk with Christ and knowing that, um, you know, I was, uh, I was disappointed. I was very devastated and I had to get myself together. I really did because, um, it was so many thoughts that went through my head. Like, oh my gosh, I'm about to have baby number two. The first one wasn't even one yet when I found out. And it was like, I have so many plans that I want to do. I want to do that. I want to do that. I was about to plan a trip to Jamaica, y'all. Oh my goodness. I'm glad I didn't start it yet, but I was getting ready to plan trips. You know, I'm about to go explore. My son is about to be one. So, you know, I had this whole year with him. It's time for us to get babysitters and go, you know, on trips and blah, 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 do this, expand my business, do all of this. And then baby number two. And I was just like, what is really going on? Um, but it was just so much going through my head, so much um, negative thoughts, Um so much of like the enemy getting into me as well. So as I was saying, it took me a couple of days to um, really get myself together to just really dig deep and not let my flesh overpower the spirit of God in me. And, you know, just really, I really had to dig for, and I know if somebody's listening to this and if you really had to um, dig deep and really just pray to God to overpower your flesh, you know, and what the things that you want and your will. Um, It took me a couple of days to just get out of all of that and just say, God, I thank you. Like, 
I am blessed. Um, you have you have made me, um, created me and equipped my body to be able to carry a child. And that's a blessing in itself. Um, you know, I had to sit here and find all of the blessings and the things. Number one, because I didn't want my child to feel um, as if he or she isn't a blessing. You know, they say, you know, children can feel those things, even if they can or can't. I still didn't want to, um, you know, feel as if my child was not wanted. Um, and I think that I just really had to get in a place and just really just thank God and surrender. And not only that, just ask him for forgiveness because, you know, he blessed me and entrusted me to carry life, to birth life for his will, not mine, you know, but for his will and his purpose. And he has an entire purpose for my child and my children. And um, to be able to, to like try to stop that and be devastated about him manifesting what he has planned. You know, I really had to ask God to forgive me for that because it took me a couple of days to really just get myself together and realize that I am not in control. And that is number one of the five top five things that I have learned once I just really surrendered my life to God. Not only that, um, but I had to surrender my plans to God. I had to surrender um, my pride, my brokenness. Like we say all the time, oh, we want God to, you know, step in and we want God come in and make room, come sit beside us, you know, bring your spirit here and, you know, overwhelm us. You know, we say these things all the time, but a lot of times when it's really time for God to disrupt your life, or especially disrupt your plans, um, then we start getting a little frustrated and a little agitated and start to get a little curious about what is really going on. So I really had to learn that number one, I am not in control. I am not in control. I am a person who loves to have the steering wheel. And um, I know I had to evaluate myself because I realized that I always like to be the person behind the wheel. Like, I need to know what's going on. Like it's, I mean, so many things that it comes to in my life and... Even if it's a surprise, if you have a surprise for me, I would rather you not tell me you have a surprise for me. Just do it um, because I want to be in control. I want to know what's going on. I want to plan it. I want to be there. I want to, you know, see details of it. Like I want to know. And I don't even I haven't gotten to the uproot of where that has come from yet. Um, I brought I took it back to a little bit of when my mom passed away. And I couldn't control that. So every since then, I try to control the things that I can and even the things that I can't control. So number one, I am not in control. You are not in control. And I think that's the beauty of it if you see it from the perspective that God sees it. Number two, I really don't want to be in control. So, I mean, you hear this saying when people say... um, if you want something done, do it yourself. I take that seriously. A lot of times I know that I'm going to do it right. I know that I'm going to do it exactly how I desire it. I know that my way is how I envision it. Someone else is not going to see it like that. So I always like to do it myself. 
um, if I want it done and want it done right. So even though I like, it sounds contradicting, but even though I like to be behind the wheel, I'm really glad that God shook this thing up and helped me to realize that I really don't want to be in control because we can want to be in control of the simple things in our life, like what we eat, you know, what we drive, how much money we make, um, how many kids we have, when we get married, who we're going to marry, what college we go to, um, you know, what business we're going to do. We can, we want to be in control of those things because that looks successful. That, that looks really good to people. You know, that's called keeping up with the Joneses or whatever. But when it comes to the big things, when it comes to God shaking some things up, and just thinking about if we had to sit down and make the decisions that God has to make, we really don't want that kind of control. We don't want that kind of power. I don't want to decide who lives and who dies. I don't want to put an expiration date on someone's life. You know, I don't want to decide someone's purpose. I don't want to decide someone's identity. Um, I don't want to decide what someone goes through. I don't want to decide who their parents are. You know, these are just a lot of things that we realize that we may want to be in control of the little things, but the really big, important things, we really don't want to be in control. So number three, there is a bigger blessing in God's plan. Y'all, I, after a couple of days of being um just really sad and really down about baby number two so, so soon, I really had to visualize and pray for a different perspective a different view I had to call some people this is when you need um you know good accountability and good friendship around you because you don't need if I would have these friends that I called and they like oh you praying again already that is not the type of energy you need especially if you're already feeling that way so um I had to call some people that I knew were going to speak to me from the heart and not only from their heart, but, you know, from the word of God and just, you know, let me know that this is God's plan and this is God's will. And, and I need to hush because, um, his will is definitely not my will and his plans are definitely not my plans. So I had to call some people up and, you know, here, they were excited. Everybody was excited except me at the time, but I had to hear their excitement and, they may not know how much that meant to me to help me get out of that that spot, that rut that I was in, just to hear how excited they were, even though I didn't show the same at the time, to hear their excitement, to see them show their excitement on FaceTime. Um, it really, really helps me. So I advise you all to get around some people. Make sure that your circle is going to not talk to you from their feelings, but also talk to you from the word of God and the spirit of God, because the relationship and that character shows when it comes to you being in a tough spot. You don't need somebody who's just going to be like, oh, you're pregnant again already? Why you didn't do this? Why you didn't do that? How? How you going to take care of two kids under one? Like what's going on? You don't need that type of energy. You don't. I had to understand and I got to the point where I realized that there is a bigger blessing in God's plan. I am so grateful, so thankful to be able to carry baby number two. I am so thankful to be able to find out um, down the line. If it's going to be a boy or girl, it really does not matter. But um, just to really sit back and just thank God that he trusts me to be a mom again. You know, I didn't. I didn't really think I was just mommying that good the first time, but 
you know, the fact that he thinks that I can really do this mommy thing again, just really, truly a blessing for God to trust his children, his will, his purpose in my hand, you know, so I have to do what he desires. And number four, um, num- the fourth thing that I have learned by just stepping back and letting God do his thing is you feel so much better. I feel so much better when I surrendered to God. I feel anxiety leaving. I felt that little rut, that sadness I was in leaving. And overall, I felt more joyful. I felt so much more peace just to know that I can just walk around and do life. You know, I can just do life um, and not really worry about being in control um, not worrying about all down the line, like, oh, I got to put two kids in college. You know, I got to take care of two kids. You know, that is just, uh, I don't, not even thinking about all down the line of things. But number five, which is the last one, I had to evaluate myself. I said this earlier. I had to evaluate myself so hard, you guys, and make sure that I was preaching what I teach or teaching or living, living what I preach, living what I teach, all of that good stuff. Um, Because I can't go around, I just couldn't be, you know, go around inspiring people and all of that. But yet alone, I was, you know, at the time acting as if my unborn child is not a blessing. So that was number five. Make sure that you evaluate yourself, you guys. You know, make sure that you are living the things that you are talking about, that you are teaching about. Um, and pray that God decreases you. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I really, really do. I hope it was helpful. I hope that my story... Um, you know, inspired you in some way and opened your spiritual eyes in some type of way. But, you know, if this podcast helped you, please make sure that you share with a friend. If you share it on social media, um, make sure that you tag me at Moesha C underscore as well as tag um, at underscore FGTC. Um, Tag a friend, send it to a friend, share it to a friend, text it, email it, whatever you want to do. And, you know, just let someone know um, about these episodes that are coming out because I'm just so excited to be able to continue to share with you guys things that are going on and tips and wisdom and inspiration. Uh, so I really hope that you all learned something from today's episode. And don't forget to support. All right. Make sure that you click that support button so we can continue to make some amazing content for you guys. Um, And yeah, so we will talk to you guys next week.